Good morning, Edinburgh. Thank you all for tuning in here on a Thursday edition of the Morning After here on 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio. As always, I am Tyler Trumbauer. <coughs> Excuse me today. I'm a little bit under the weather, but you know, I'm a diehard uh, worker here for 88.9. So here I am on a Thursday morning. I can't miss the start of the NFL season, really, is what's kind of coming down to. So, uh, but to help me out here as I'm, as I'm stumbling, rumbling, bumbling, Along through this next hour, we got the usual Tuesday, Thursday, man. Chewy, you can do here in the building. Chewy, morning, how you everyone. doing? Good morning, good morning. So Chewy's here. Then also, we're going to go three wide today as uh, the man who decided not to work all week has decided to come in on a day off. Uh, Mr. Tubby is in the building as well because, you know, he's, we haven't talked in a while. So we figured we had to, had to get something going there. Right. I felt guilty, you know, leaving you all alone, you know, and I just, I got to do something. I got to show up and at least make my presence known. Good to have you back, Tubby. Thanks, man. There you, you go. Know yeah, what? It's then, awesome being here first time ever with Chewy. Yeah, you two Great. now can you know be acquaintances and and such of that nature. So that's that's yes. good work by you guys. Um, so anyway, uh, we got a good show today. Obviously, us going three wide. We dissected the AFC yesterday um, with Vic Hudson. He did a great job. Also, we had Chris Lantinen on yesterday, and uh, he gave us some great um, uh, Bills knowledge as well as talking about Edinburgh now, which was top-notch discussion from him so uh we're gonna go into the nfc this year or not this year this hour excuse me and um kind of dissect that as well and then we're gonna end up giving our our uh playoff thoughts super bowl predictions teams in there champions and then also we'll dissect tonight's contest the opener for the 2015 nfl season which is the pittsburgh steelers versus the new england patriots and uh, we'll do that towards the end of the show to wrap things up as we'll also be joined by a a very reputable man um how how do you how how would you like to introduce him tubby say his name and such oh matt Lodi. matt Lodi. matt Lodi is the guy's name been a cleveland sports reporter since 94 done a lot of good stuff Lives in Cleveland now, but a Steelers man through and through knows all about Pittsburgh. So he'll uh, he'll be joining us at nine forty-five. Hopefully, he'll be calling in. I'm pretty good at the setting up, setting that up now, Tubby. So so hopefully, I don't right, have to deal well, with that. Well, that's because you had the baptism by fire, is right. Word. I mean, I tried to do it just randomly on a whim one day, and then now I can figure it out because <laughs> Chewy and I did two in one day the other day, right, Chewy? Oh yeah, yeah, we, yeah we were yeah, killing yeah, it that day. So that was good work there by us. So we're going to have him on at 9.45, hopefully, to uh, talk about the Steelers and uh, get us ready for, you know, Tom Brady's return. Um, so we'll get ready and just get that started. So uh, let's start off right now with the uh, NFC, obviously. Uh, what division you want? You guys want to go to first? Hit me up. I don't care. This is a, just like an a la carte type of deal here. We can go NFC East. Is that cool? Yeah. Yeah, we can do that. That's what I'm down for. I'm down uh, right. for the NFC the East. Philly. That's, that's, that's good with me. So we got NFC East. We'll start off with um, here. Let's run this down super quick here in the NFC East. We got the Dallas Cowboys won it last year, won the division 12-4. and four. The Philadelphia Eagles 10-6, and six, stumbled down the stretch, um, but was, um, you know, missed the playoffs despite having a 10-6 and six record. They were 2-3 and three in their last five games, and you can't, you know, I mean, they were 4-2 and two in the division too, so that was really, really unfortunate. The Giants finished 6-10, and 10, and the uh, Washington NFL franchise. Finished four and twelve. I'll be politically correct this morning. Um, so, initial thoughts for this division. Um, obviously, a lot has shifted. A lot of people say the power has shifted in this division. Um, moving on, obviously, now that Demarco Murray is no longer a Cowboy, is an Eagle. Um, Jason Pierre-Paul, you know, it looks like he's going to be back with the Giants. Um, you know, despite that 
horrific firework accident almost made him, you know, lose his entire hand. Right. So that, that wouldn't have been good. Sheesh. No, that, that would have been, been no bueno. And then the Redskins now are going to be uh, starting Kirk Cousins instead of RG3. He will be the second stringer. So a lot has changed in the NFC East, Tubby. What do, you, what do you make of this division going in, which is normally a, a very interesting and powerful division, which goes all the way to week 17 to figure it out? You know, I hate to add air to the already inflated Philly ego that you have, but uh, I I really see Philly taking this one. I I don't see the other teams really matching up to what Philly can do. I think the whole RG three Kirk Cousins thing is going to end up being a bigger distraction. It's going to tear that locker room apart. I think that team's just doomed to fail. Um, I don't really see anything much coming out of the Giants. I don't think that they can. I just don't think they have it this year. I really don't. Um, but yeah, between those two, and I just. I don't know. Philly's just a better team all around. Right. I hate to admit it. I hate to say it. It pains me. <laughs> hey, some hey, real's got to respect real. You know, sometimes despite you not wanting to, you got to understand that. Uh, you know, this is this is this is what you got to do. Right. I can't even hate anymore. I can't. I try hard, but I can't. Right. So anyway, um, Tubby or yeah, Tubby Chewy. This is gonna be tough because you both have like nicknames and it's, it ends in Y's and it's just. And with me, I know it's so confusing. Mine starts with a T. His starts with a C. <laughs> I got it. Listen, as, as the year goes on, he'll get it together. He's yeah. he's been calling me Tubby a, a couple of a couple of times. I did, I did, I did, I did. You know, you know, and it was it was right before we had Habit on on Tuesday. Yeah, it was. I and just let, I, just I watched the go. podcast. I not watched. I listened to the podcast, and I told him Tubby, and he just took it like a man. Yeah, I just took it. I, I, you know, I was yeah. listening back. I was like, man. I just called him Tubby, and he didn't even do anything. Did, right. Well, I mean, this is going. Times. Yeah. Well, this <laughs> is going into our. Uh, in f- as far as me and Tyler's relationship, this is year two of the partnership that is Tyler and Tubby. So I can I can understand that why <sighs> yeah, he wants yeah. to, you know he just sees Tubby everywhere. And, and this is me just starting off. I guess we look like each other. So I mean, Chewy. I mean, <laughs> right? Chewy yeah, was Chewy's too, just my brother Chewy from was another too big mother. Time for me last year. Oh you know. I mean. Gosh. I mean, we might have shared some bus rides together, but I mean, did, did Chewy ever say anything to me? No, I mean, I was just a scrawny little white guy that called that called basketball games. I, I actually said what up to him every time I saw him. I, well, n- nearing the nearing the middle to end of the year, because I didn't know anybody at the beginning of the year. So right. right. Middle end of the year, I started saying what's up to him because I knew I, I wanted to get into. So he was kissing right. my butt. See, see, he <laughs> That's just, the only reason. No, used, see, was he was taking him. you under his wing, making sure that you know you had a decent seat on the bus, making sure the other jocks left a poor little nerdy exactly. sports kid alone. Well, actually, a lot of them said hello to me. Like Henri Buka said it to me yeah. a lot. Will said it to me a lot. Um, I don't know about anyone yeah, else. Yeah. I don't think they like me, but it's okay. Right. Uh, continue. I mean, I, I you know I did all those highlights and helped. Coach Best put that nice video together at oh, the yeah, end of the year. Oh, yeah, that was nice. Yeah, 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 you're welcome. Anyway, <laughs> get back to the NFC East, and I'll try to get these names together properly. <laughs> um, uh, Chewy, what do you think of the NFC East? Obviously, a lot has changed, as we just said. And, uh, you know, are you going to admit, you know, Mr. Michigan Man, that, uh, I mean, you really don't have a horse in this one. But, I mean, what do you think about the uh, Eagles and uh, the Cowboys and the other two basement dwellers? Yeah, obviously, being from Detroit, uh, the Lions are my team. But in the NFC East, I do like the Eagles – um, adding DeMarco Murray was obviously a big uh, plus to their running game. Right. Uh, Dallas, I like Dallas as well. They always have – they're always a talent-laden team, but they usually never get it done. But as far as the favors go, I think that – I definitely think that Philadelphia is going to take this one. The Giants, I like uh, obviously Odell Beckham there and Victor Cruz and the, the talent they have on on the outside there. But I, I think they don't have enough. 
And as far as the Redskins go, Kirk Cousins, he's actually a Michigan Kirk. State guy. Oh, there you go. So, so you have a horse. So yeah, so yeah, I'm rooting for him, but um, I don't, I don't think the Redskins are going to get it done this year. I think, I think the Eagles are going to run away with this one. So now you did bring up, you know, Odell Beckham Jr. One thing I got to mention um, for the Giants is they, you know, they didn't have Victor Cruz and Odell Beckham Jr. play on the same field ever last year. Wow. Right? I mean, with the injuries to right, both right, of them, right. um, they never played on the same field. So, I mean, if Eli Manning has, you know, you can put them on each side of the field, flank them out. He has two legit weapons. You got two top yeah. receivers in the National Football League on the same field at the same time. I mean, that's something that you can't ignore. Right. You definitely can't ignore that. Two legitimate deep threats, playmakers. Um, and Eli Manning, he's obviously he's been there before. He has his Super Bowl uh, rings. So you can't count them out, but I just personally see the Eagles taking it. Right. I, I think my biggest question for the Giants is how is their defense going to respond? Like, how are they going to be? I mean, granted, you know, Eli can score a bunch of points, but if you can't stop the other team right. from scoring, where's that going to leave you? So I, I think that's their biggest question. I mean, if they can bolster that, maybe they might, you know, they might make it a horse race and not let the Eagles completely run away with it, but we'll see what happens. But I, I – <coughs> I'm on board. I'm I'm all Philly. All fly Philly. Eagles fly. There you go. Fly <laughs> Eagles fly. Of course, I'm going to say the exact same thing. And I and I unbiasedly think it's the same thing as well. Um, that it's just the Eagles' time. I think I think losing to Marco Murray is going to hurt the Cowboys eons more than they thought it was going to. And um, I mean the Giants. There's just so many question marks with Eli Manning and you know else there in the defense and. And the Redskins, that's just a debacle down there. I mean, you're, you're taking, you know, a guy that you just, you know, you traded away everything for is now your second string. I honestly think maybe you should have just cut ties with him completely. But as Coach Gruden said, he was one of the 53 best players we had in camp, so he should be on the 53-man roster. But that's here and neither here nor there. So the Eagles, I mean, 10-6, and six, but you got to win the right games. I mean, do you think the – I mean, there's people – Adam Schefter went on 97.5 The Fanatic at, at Philadelphia – ESPN radio station and said that he is picking the Eagles to win the Super Bowl. Bold prediction. Bold prediction. Joe Banner, former Cleveland Browns guy, former Eagles front office guy, predicted yesterday that the Eagles will win the Super Bowl this year. He also rightly predicted the Super Bowl champion a year ago as well. Right, but if Joe Banner really knew his salt, he'd still have a job in the NFL today. I'm, I'm just saying, he was right last year. I'm just year. saying. <laughs> he was right last year. You know what? I got a broken watch at home, and it's right twice a day. Twice. Twice. One day. Twice, and that's, that's good work. I'll, I'll take that like every that day and twice on like Sunday. That. <laughs> Tubby just thinks he's great. Okay, so let's, let's kind of look. what I'm here for. Let's kind of look at the Eagles' schedule um, for this year. I mean, what do you think, realistically, they can do record-wise? I mean, I mean... Obviously, it's the NFC East. I don't think you can sneak by with an eight and eight or a nine and seven. I think you're going to have to go, you know. I mean, everyone's kind of predicting ten and six, which I think is like the cheapest prediction in the world. Because what did the Eagles go in the first year under Chip Kelly? Ten, ten and six. six. What did they go last year under Chip Kelly? Ten and six. So if you're saying they're ten and six, like, oh wow, you really went on a limb there, Mister ESPN analyst. Okay, eleven and five. Eleven and five. All right. Well, you start out with the Falcons, then they have the Cowboys, then they have the Jets. The Redskins, the Saints, the Giants, the Panthers, the Cowboys, the Dolphins, the Bucks, the Lions, the Patriots, the Bills, the Cardinals, the Redskins, the Giants. I see three games that could be, you know, tough. I mean, I see, right. 
I see the Patriots being a real tough game. Right. I see the Saints. Saints probably being a tough I see one. the Saints being a tough team as well. Maybe the Cardinals, Cardinals depending yeah. on how that is. So that's three right Bills there. might be close, too. Depends on oh, how get they Get out of here. Dude. By they play it on December 13th. And it's at the link. So it's not like it's in Buffalo Dude. and there's going to be like five feet of snow. That is week, what, 76? That's week like 14. Hey, look, I'm just saying. I don't even know who's the quarterback going to be for then by then. It's probably not going to be Tyrod Taylor. He's going to be butchered I'm just up. saying, don't sleep on them bills. Oh, my God. They're goodness. one of those teams. Uh, who let Chris in here again? You're going to overlook them and be like, oh, we're playing Buffalo. Check. <laughs> no, son. They're going to come out there and they're going to fight for every every yard. Because why? Because no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. No, don't sleep on Rex Ryan over there. <laughs> right. Oh, Rexy. He'll right, right. I mean, trade, yeah, right? Rex Ryan's a good defensive guy. But I just, I mean, do you think the Eagles, I mean, the Eagles have been killing it in the preseason. Killing it. I know it's the preseason. Right. So as Chris said yesterday, you know, you don't really judge that too much. I mean, the defenses are playing very vanilla. They're not really going to do much. They're not going to show their hand. But Chip Kelly wasn't making any any changes to the game plan. He didn't game plan for the preseason. Chip Kelly was just going out there and saying, Play some football. You know, he wasn't making adjustments. He wasn't really showing anything. Sam Bradford barely played. Every drive Sam Bradford was in, the Eagles scored a touchdown. Okay, great. Well, the Browns won all four preseason games one year, and they turned around and went 2-14. and 14. You know, I can say right. the same thing about the Lions. That's what right. I'm saying. Right. My and man you know, Chewy's here <laughs> suffered as much as I have. Right, and so. you know, that's, they even and that's got true. When the Colts, an entire season, when the Colts were good with Peyton Manning, they would go 0-4 oh, in please. the preseason because the preseason doesn't matter. Right. Right. But I'm just saying, the Eagles are a top team this year. Right. They're one of the highest odds to make the, win the Super Bowl in right. Vegas. Right. Uh, except for Green Bay. Green Bay's good. Green Seattle's Bay, Green good. Bay has better odds. Seattle is good. Seattle is like three. Okay. It goes like Green Bay, Philly, Seattle. Just saying. All right. So but still, anyway. just don't sleep on the Bills. That's all I'm trying all to right. say. We'll see. What is that? We won't be here. That's the first day, first full day I'll be home. I got a winter commencement is Saturday the 12th, so I'll be here for that and then heading down, heading home that day. And then uh, for the Bills, I have a, I don't know how he's related to me, but I have an in-law that is a huge Bills fan. Mm -hmm. He'll be coming over for that one. Should be good stuff. Good, good stuff. But that that should be a fun one. That's a 1 o'clock kick. You know what I really enjoy, though, about the Eagles this year? A lot of primetime games. A lot of primetime games. Early in the year. When I can see them, because instead of trying to stream it on some backwoods Chinese <laughs> stream that Tubby gives me, but I still find it for him every week. He's like, "Tubby, you got that link, man?" I'm like, "Yeah, brother." Because I don't know, I don't remember it. But I mean, look, they're on Monday night to start the early Monday night game, which is top notch because I can't stay up that late. You know, then they got the Cowboys at 4:25, which is probably gonna be the Fox game of the week. Then they have a one o'clock versus the Jets. I could probably get that game. I mean, we get to get Jets games around here sometimes. Depends on who else is playing. Uh, then I won't get the Redskins or the Saints. Then the Giants are a Monday nighter. Then there's Sunday night against um, Panthers. And then there's Sunday night again against the Cowboys. That's good stuff. That's exciting stuff. That exciting is. Stuff. I'll be right. following the live audio. I don't. Unfortunately, I don't have cable, so... I'll be listening in. <laughs> we'll get that, get that live. You can't, over, you can't roll over to like the, the student center or something and pick it up on a, one of the nine TVs they got over there or whatever. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, they do play, but you never know what game they're gonna be playing. Uh-huh. And stuff. Right, right. That's true. That's true. I mean, you could go somewhere. You can come here, watch the game. Thanks, thanks for the invitation. We have a TV in here. I'll de- well, I'll be here. I'll be texting you then. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds good to me. Set up a watch party. You know yeah. the code to get in here. It what? never works for me. 
I think that code is yet to work for me. Yet. <laughs> I think I gave you the wrong code. I'll talk to you later about that. I honestly think I did. I think I inverted the numbers. Wait, way to hook your man up. I know. Yeah, I always have to like halfway break in to get into the uh, get in the studio here. So high security right around here. <laughs> right, right, right. With our million multi million dollar facility. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna hit our first break here in the morning. We're gonna try to we're gonna I don't even know why I decided to let Tubby here today. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna discuss what the code is to actually get into the station, and we're gonna head on and go to the NFC North after this. If I'm still around after the break, we're back here in the morning after nine eighteen. That was a god awful song. Gosh, couldn't wait for that song to be over. Well, I don't even know what the heck that was. <laughs> Can I look back and see what that terrible thing was? That was that was I don't even know what that was. Where are we here? Oh, okay. we gotta delete that one off the playlist. I don't even know what it was. I, I can't. Reason number six twenty two: Why Tyler sits in a big chair. Technical knowledge. I don't know how you work this thing. Anyway, um, so thank you all for tuning in. It's 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 nine nineteen. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Eighty eight point nine Fighting Scots Radio. Also here our live stream on edinburghnow.com um, where uh, also or on the TuneIn app on a mobile device. And Edinburgh Now, which we talked about yesterday with Mister Lantinen, um, is something that uh, you should be you know frequenting often. Really, right. um, as you can see, our spectator coverage, I believe our PDF of the new spectator, which is being distributed around campus as we speak. Um, I have the newest copy in my hand, uh, top-notch. Some of those articles are already on edinburghnow.com in individual form. And as I said, the PDF, I believe, is on there too. Uh, top story in this week, uh, local vendors talk Borough Bucks. Borough Bucks, that new uh, program the school rolled out where uh, um, kind of your ID works as like a loadable credit card or debit card and uh, yeah. your, your mom can put that in or yeah. your mommy or whoever and then you can um, and then you can go use that at certain locations I don't know which ones are exactly and I know like CVS is there oh yeah I tried to um I thought see I got confused I you thought, thought it was flex I thought it was flex I went you to did, CVS did you try it yeah I went to CVS <laughs> and tried to buy something using my flex and uh, they denied me she she it was a, a lady she denied me nicely but she's like oh Burrow Bucks is is a little different than flex I was like oh okay. I think it should be flex that's what I think I, I don't think agree. I, I you know and I think they would get more people involved if it was flex. I, d- like, I couldn't like, agree more. Like, I think they would not just get more more students to use, use the system, but I think they would get more businesses in town. I mean, if you think about it, like CVS is there. Let me see if I can find another. Um, I think it was like a Flip Cafe. Like for example, here here's here's a little graph from the uh, from the story, which was uh, done by Carly Dyes, our news editor. She goes, Flip Cafe, who previously approached the university about such a program and endorsed Burrow Bucks in April, with owner Julie Decker stating she, quote-unquote, would be ecstatic if we got this started, close quote, is also absent from the list. So, I mean, Flip, wow. John's, the Edinburgh Hotel Bar, Norman's, none of them are on it. Yeah, I know. That shocked me. I definitely would think Flip, <laughs> Flip of all places, would be on there. I don't know. I think if it's Flex, you got every freaking person in town using it. I'd be that'd be awesome. Just imagine if I you agree. could like I mean the coupon for Johns this week <laughs> on the front page of sports because you should be reading sports every week is right. ten dollars off a large sixteen inch pizza with one topping. I've used that coupon before at Johns. It's top notch. Think about it, if you just took ten bucks off your flex. Poof. That'd be nice. Yeah. Have a big old hot fresh ready pie. Ten times better than other pies you could buy. Other things that are flex. available. Right. Anyway. Before I get in trouble, we're going to move on to the NFC North here. Uh, interesting division. This division produced two playoff teams last year. Uh, the Green Bay Packers taking a divisional crown 12-4. and four. The Detroit Lions 11-5 and five, also getting in with some wild card action there, uh, Chewy. And then Minnesota Vikings 7-9. And, and the Chicago Bears bringing up the rear at 5-11. and 11. 
Chewie, going to start with you since you, uh, you know, are all lined up. What do you what do you think about the NFC North this year? I mean, the Lions are a solid team. I like Matt Stafford. He's a he's a top notch quarterback in the yep. National Football League. But you're in the same division as the Packers. You're kind of always just fighting for second. Yeah, yeah. The Packers are definitely the the most loaded team in this division. They lost Jordy Nelson, which obviously is going to be a blow to them. But I think they'll be okay. Um, the Lions lost Ndamukong Sue. That's going to be a big blow to their defensive line and defensively. And it's basically we're just going to kind of hope that Matt Stafford is consistent and doesn't make uh, doesn't make as many turnovers as he did. He obviously cut down – it says he cut down his turnovers, um, his right. interceptions from 16 to 12. So that's great. Uh, Adrian Peterson coming back for the Vikings, that's a big sign for them. Um, I don't really see them going too far. And the Bears, the state of the Bears, Chicago is just in flux right now. Uh, uh, injuries everywhere. Jay Cutler's inconsistency. You never know what he's going to get with him. So um, I think in this division is going to be a two-team battle between the Lions and the Packers. I have those two duking it out there. Duking it out. Maybe yeah. both gaining playoff spots like they did a year ago. Tubby, I mean. That'd be great. The Bears. What a disaster. You think it could even get right. even worse this year? Yeah, oh, yeah, most definitely. I mean, it can always get worse. <laughs> but right, You uh, could go 0-16, <laughs> just ask the Lions. Right, that's oh, what I'm saying. Oh, oh, oh. Wow. You know, this that's table, the, you, have, you seen, have you seen Chewy's reach? I have. He I can have. reach across this table. Wingspan, <laughs> top notch. I'm, I'm just saying, you need to, you know, good right. thing that chair's on wheels. You it's, can scoot out the it's, way. It's early, it's early. But, uh, no, I, you know, I, I agree. I hate, I hate agreeing. You know me. But, uh, yeah, I agree with Chewy's assessment. I really think it's going to be Green Bay 1 and then Detroit 2. Um, I, don't, I don't know what's wrong. I mean, like the, the poor Vikings. I have friends who are Vikings fans, and, I, and I'm almost ashamed to admit it. But um, those poor guys, I, I don't know what they're doing. I mean, <laughs> they can't ever get it together. And then Chicago, a once-storied franchise, you know, Dub Bears, you know, with Ditka. And now just to see the ruin that they're in is just yeah, it's chaos over here. horrific. So I, yeah, there's just, the those two teams between Detroit and, and Green Bay are just light years ahead of where the Vikings and the Bears are right now. I mean, what, what does the, what do the Bears need to do? I mean. Burn it down and start over. But they just Trade gave so everyone. much money. Trade everybody. <laughs> they just gave so much money to Jay Cutler, though. I mean, they're not going to yeah, get rid why? of him. Because he was good before he decided to just what? not care. When? Well, he was better than when? he is now. At better at what? Riding a bike? Riding a stationary bike? You never know what you're going to get from Jay Cutler. <laughs> Ever. Ever. <clears throat> no, you're right. You're absolutely right. I, 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 just, I just, like, you know, I don't think they're as dumb as the Redskins and just going to give up on RG3. You know, like, they, I don't think they're just going to give up on Jay Cutler because they, mo- they, they put so much money into it. Right. I just, I mean, I don't know. I don't think the Bears are going to get better. I don't. I mean, what about the Vikings, though? I mean, people are predicting the Vikings to win the, to win the, the division. Who? What people? I just are they saw it the crack? other day. Wow. That's the first time I heard that. Are, are they crack addicts? I saw it somewhere. Hold on. <laughs> I'll find it. It must have been on the onion. Was it on the onion? It was probably on the onion, wasn't it? No. Or it did you, or it was did not on the onion. It was a <laughs> reputable <laughs> news outlet. Or was it, was it a Here you go. Brian Billick Vikings. said this morning on Mike and Mike, quote, the Minnesota Vikings will win the NFC North. The Packers don't have Jordy Nelson. So, Cobb. C-O-B-B. Cobb. I'm just saying. They're Cobb. not at full strength. 
Cobb. That's all you need to know. Okay. Cobb. So you're both still going with the Packers and win this division. Yeah, I'm I am too. Sticking with the Packers. But right. I mean, do you think? I mean, I have to because if I don't, like when I get home, the wife is going to kill me. <laughs> right. True. Because well, she's I mean, she's part owner of the Packers. You, she she has stock think, in the Packers. You think stock. you think she's listening to us right now? Yes. Oh, okay. Because she loves me and, and she supports me. No, oh, that's cute. That's great. That's really great. <laughs> she was like, yeah. "That's great." All right. Yeah, no, she's probably not. She's probably down. <laughs> she's probably. What time is it? Nine? She's probably watching Big Valley right now, getting ready for. Watching what? Big Valley. Big Valley. What is that? A soap opera? No, it's not a soap opera. Well, it kind of is. It's a western from like the '60s and '70s. It's Ooh, pretty cool. Wow. That's that doesn't sound interesting at all. Anyway, well, so all my loved ones are asleep right now, so I definitely know nobody's listening <laughs> for me. But, but they catch the cup, the podcast. Yeah, though, right? exactly, that's why we yeah, podcast. Exactly. Right? That's why we podcasted on Edinburgh Top now. Notch. I mean. <laughs> we have to. We have to. So moving on now, we uh, we uh, have to move on and uh, go on to the next division, the NFC South now. Carolina Panthers won this one, ladies and gentlemen, with a tie, seven eight and one. <laughs> the New Orleans Saints seven and nine. The Falcons wow. six and ten. The Bucks two and fourteen. What an abysmal division that was. Did, this has this has to be like the dumpster fire of all divisions. Right. It is. It is the weakest rolling division. down a hill. Do you think that's going to repeat this year, though? I mean, I think that was an interesting year. I mean, it's not every. I mean, just look at the. It's amazing what the NFL could do. How you can be a divisional winner at seven, eight, and one, and then be the Eagles in ten and six and miss the playoffs completely. Right. You had a losing record, seven did the Panthers, and, and not only did they make the playoffs, they hosted a playoff game. Right. You know what's great <laughs> about this division? Um, it's fun to watch everybody lose. Well, that and. <laughs> One of my friends, well, one of somebody I know, he's a Michigan guy, oh. Devin Funches, got drafted to the Carolina Panthers. So that was exciting. It's from my hometown. For the so Detroit fans. Yeah, that was pretty big for uh, Detroit. So that's all I really have for the NFC South. <laughs> I, I can't even I can't even say Michigan. I can't. <laughs> anyway, so what do you who do you think's gonna who do you think's coming out of the NFC South? I mean, I doubt there's a division that's gonna produce two. I mean it's possible, I guess, if the Saints and the Panthers both turn it around. And aren't duking it out to be 500. If they're duking it out to be 10 and 6, they both could sneak into the playoffs. But I think the Saints are going to have a big bounce back year this year. I mean, they lost Jimmy Graham, so that's huge. I don't know what Drew Brees is going to do in the red zone. But I think Drew Brees will figure it out. The Panthers, I mean, you never know with Cam Newton. Ron Rivera is a solid coach down there. I don't really know. This is a I very still don't big think, I still mark. don't think they've surrounded Cam with enough talent yet. <laughs> that's I think true. They're, yeah. they're still trying to build that yeah. team around Cam. And they're not quite there yet. I think they're still like a season to almost two seasons right. off. Right. I mean, that is true. But, I mean, two se- I mean, how long has Cam Newton been in the, f- in the league? Probably, what, almost five years? Has it been five? Hmm. Look this up I'm not here. sure. Cam sure that'd Newton. Be, that'd be a quick five. Right. Where, where's, where's the stats monkey when you need one? <laughs> Cam Newton was drafted in the 2011 draft. So that means he played in 2011, 2012, 2013, 2014. This will be his fifth year. Yeah. See? Well, yeah, I mean, they better get it together soon. I mean, he's not going to have much of a shelf life. Oh, right. Yeah, he's a seasoned vet now. So Five years. You've got to start winning now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You're not going to be. Right. You're not, he's, he's not the type of quarterback that's going to be. But you know what surprises me 40s. about Cam? Because what? remember, like, when he came out and it was like Scam Newton yeah. and all well, that stuff, I mean, he, and he was going to have a. dad, like, the Yeah, and right. Well, so, I mean, like, there's, like, all this controversy and all that stuff. And then the kid gets in the league. And you know what? I haven't heard nothing about him. Right. You know what yeah. I mean? No disciplinary. <laughs> the team yeah. don't hate him. Ain't nobody trying to bust his jaw, Gino. And you know what I mean? It, it's, you know, at, at, that's surprising. Well, that maybe is. he grew up. Maybe he grew up uh, 
Because <laughs> I don't know. A lot of times teams are scared to, to draft like players with off-the-field issues and stuff like that. But it looks like here in this situation he turned it around. So, Cam, shout-out to you, Cam. All right, real quick. So give me your divisional winner for this division, Chewy. Uh, I, I'm going to go with the Saints. You know, the Saints? Yeah. Yeah, you think Brees. the Panthers get a playoff position? Get a playoff spot? Wild card? Um, I'm on the fence on that one. I'm oh. on the fence if on the, that If one. the Giants suck enough, they do. <clears throat> so you think in the East, you don't think the Cowboys have any shot at making the playoffs? They got Romo. All right. <laughs> You're just waiting for the other shoe to fall off. Well, they won the division last year. It's right not now. when will he fail. It's or it's not like if he'll fail. It's when. Ouch. 10-4. So who are you going <laughs> with in the <laughs> NFC South? The Aints. Saints? All right, so we got the Saints. I'm going to go with the Saints, too. I think the Saints turned it around. I think that was just a, I don't know, a fluke in the system for mm-hmm. Sean Payton. And Today Tubby. on the morning after, Tyler, Chewy, and Tubby agree about sports. Welcome on this in. Is great. This is great. Hey, <laughs> listen. Great minds think alike. <laughs> right. Right. I can't argue with you about everything, Tubby. <laughs> I can try. This isn't, this isn't, I don't even know what this is. This isn't the Nancy Grace show. Anyway, we're going to hit a quick break. We'll come back, touch on the last NFC div- uh, division, the NFC West, and then we'll hit another break. Hopefully be joined by Matt Lodi and talk about tonight's first game of the NFL season, the Steelers and the Patriots. Don't go anywhere. Welcome back here on the morning after 9.36 here on 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio. I have a quick short segment here, then we'll hit another break so we can get Matt Lodi on the line. Hopefully come back, talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers, New England Patriots game tonight. That'll be on NBC tonight for you fine folks. Dial that up um, on, your, on, your, on your channels. Um... NFC West, the final division we got to do, guys. Um, Seattle Seahawks won it last year, um, twelve and four. The Cardinals took a wild card spot, eleven and five, barely limped in there with a third string quarterback. Uh, San Francisco Niners were eight and eight in Harbaugh's last year, and then the Rams were six and ten. Uh, what do you make of this division? A lot of, a lot of change. Uh, Jimmy Graham, new, uh, the biggest acquisition in the offseason for the Seahawks. The Cardinals, huge. Cardinals still, I think they're the same old Cardinals. Uh, a few a- acquisitions here and there, but nothing big. The Niners obviously cleaned house in the coaching staff. Jim Tom Sula now leading the way there. Harbaugh in a, in a wol- Wolverines there, uh, Chewy. And then the Rams, of course, now no Sam Bradford, who was injured last year anyway. Uh, they got Nick Foles under center there in St. Louis. So what do you think, Tubby? I, I, think, it won't, I think it won't be a challenge. I think the Seahawks walk all over this one. Yeah. I really do. I think all the other teams are just in a state of flux. And it's I, mean, the, I consider the Seahawks the defending Super Bowl champs. Right. I mean, you just had to run the ball. That's all you had to do. You were two yeah. yards away from winning the Super Bowl. Right. Again. So hopefully uh, old Petey Pete won't make that same mistake twice. Yeah, probably not. Uh, Chewy, what do you think? Uh, yeah, I hate to agree uh, once again. but Once again. Got to agree all the time, man. The, the Seahawks are the clear favorites, uh, especially with adding Jimmy Graham. Uh, stout defense, great coaching. Russell Wilson, I don't see anybody uh, – Really challenging them. Too much. But, yeah, definitely the Seahawks. We're going to go with the Seahawks this one. Going with the Seahawks. So do you think, though, that the Cardinals get another wild card position? You know what, you know what I think they do? I definitely think they do. They uh, With Car- having Carson Palmer there, and I think I definitely think they do. Tubby, you agree? Yeah, pretty much. We're all agreeing. <laughs> I mean, you know, and Vic said this on – Vic said this yesterday – you can almost pick the entire NFL season. I mean, there's probably going to be a, f- a team or two that just, you know, comes out of nowhere and injury is going to take down the Cardinals or take down the Panthers or something like that. But you can almost predict the NFL 
pretty darn easily. Yeah, it's not too difficult. I mean, the same teams are still good. I mean, right. there's definitely a divide between the top tier and the bottom tier in the league. Right. That's why, like, I almost wish we did it like they did it like the uh, European Soccer League. How you get, like, bumped down and Right. Promoted. The Premier League, they have, like, you know, like you have your championship league or whatever, and then, like, you have, like, the league below that. And if you win that league, then you get a shot to go up to the upper league mm-hmm. to compete for the overall championship. But if you're in a championship league and you take last place, you get bumped down to the league below. You lose your slot. Mm, yeah, see, that'd be nice. They, they've been trying to do that for a while. But I don't know. So that's simple enough. Um, real quick, who wins the Super Bowl? Green Bay. Green Bay. Who wins the Super Bowl? Uh, Seattle. Seattle. Yep. You're going Green Bay. You're going Seattle. I'm going to go Green Bay as well. I think Aaron Rodgers is a bad man. Aaron Rodgers is the best player in the National Football League right now. Yes. Hands down. How close do your Philadelphia Eagles get? They win a playoff game. I don't think they make it farther than that. You don't think they go to the NFC champ? I'm I'm concerned about Sam Bradford's health. Honestly, right. sixteen games. You got to play mm-hmm. sixteen games. I mean, if if Mark Sanchez has to be the quarterback, especially in the postseason, it's going to be bad. It's going to be bad. Yeah. It depends on how far Sam Bradford makes it. So we'll have to who see. Who comes out? Of, who co- real quick? Who comes out of the AFC? Who comes out of the AFC? Yeah. Oh, for my super. Yeah, I should give the thing. Um. <sighs> I want to say the Colts make it. I really, I mean, the Colts added a lot of people. Frank Gore, Andre Johnson, um, to already surround Andrew Luck, who's probably one of the top five quarterbacks in the league right now, if not top seven. I mean, what do you think? I th- yeah, I think so. Yeah, the Colts. Yeah, the Colts are definitely loaded there. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't. I, like th- I don't. I don't think. I don't think the Patriots repeat. I think there's yep, too so. much going on. I think there's I mean, too much damage. I mean, you can't play football. You're not going to win, I guess. <laughs> right. You know, know. And, and they can't steal uh, play sheets. Can't or. steal signals. They can't. Oh, I mean, I don't oh, know what the Patriots shots, are going to do these the days. shots are going up. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that hits, that hits up hard up for there. Eagles fans because, you know, they uh, <laughs> kind of beat us in the Super Bowl in 2004. Right. And that was a close Super Bowl. Everyone just says, oh, the Eagles lost. Everyone won the Super Bowl. That was a close Super Bowl. Yeah, it was. And they cheated. Don't get me fired up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So we're go- I'm going Colts. I'm going Packers. Super Bowl this year. Going with the Packers, hoisting the Lombardi Trophy again. Overcoming the Jordy Nelson torn ACL injury. Cinderella story. That's a prediction sure to be wrong, I'm sure. (laughs) But anyway, we'll hit a break. Hopefully Matt Lodi gets on the line here real quick, and we'll come back with him as we'll preview tonight's NFL football. It's here, boys. Pro football, the National Football League. You can hear the excitement in your voice. Not in the trial. Not jury. Not Roger Goodell in suits with Tom Brady. This time it's for real. Shoulder pads, and it counts. So we'll talk about that and more on the other side here on 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio. 9.50 here on 88.9 Fighting Scots Radio as we hit our final segment of our Thursday edition. I'd like to thank you all for tuning in today. Um, if you're listening live, of course, we also podcast every day. And uh, whether you're listening to us on the radio, you know, the old-fashioned way, or on edinburghnow.com with our live stream, or on the TuneIn app on your mobile device, We've got you covered every which way from here to L.A. And I just made that up. But I don't really know if that makes sense. But anyway, uh, we got you covered. It's the start of the NFL season tonight, Tubby. Steelers-Patriots finally have football where it counts. Tom Brady will be there. We weren't sure if that was going to happen. Um, So a lot of good stuff going to happen tonight. That's going to be on NBC, as I said. I believe, what is that, like an 8.30 kick, I think, tonight? I think, yeah. So that'll be exciting um, to watch tonight. Um, The Steelers, of course, without Marquise Pouncey, who, uh, you know, came in to the Edinburgh um, Athletics Banquet 
in the uh, summer, so that was exciting. Brian Stork is uh, on the on the injury report for the Steelers. I think there's a few more Steelers out as well. Um, but to uh, talk about the Steelers and more and break down today's action, we're gonna we're now joined by Matt Lodi on the line. Matt's been in the uh, sports media for 21 years with experience covering Major League Baseball, the NBA, and of course the National Football League. Um, on Sundays, you can hear Matt on national networks like Fox Sports Radio, the Associated Press, and other stations around the country, including. Fighting Scott's radio now. He can add that. That should be at the top of his resume. Right. Let's be honest. He's been in the Cleveland market, worked for WHK 1420, another one in Canton, and from 2011 to 2013, he was the Indians' beat reporter for 92.3 The Fan in Cleveland. He's also the lead reporter for the AP Radio in Cleveland and sports director for Metro Networks in the Cleveland market. Born and raised in Cleveland, this guy, but he's all about Pittsburgh so far. He knows that, and he's... uh. Studies and talks football inside and out. So Matt Lodi is now on the line with us here. Matt, thank you for uh, joining us here on the morning after. How are you, sir? Pleasure to have. Pleasure to be here, guys. How are you? Good, good. Thanks for joining us. Um, so obviously the NFL season getting underway tonight with the Steelers here. Um, great for this uh, northwest n- corner of the state with a lot of Steelers fans here. Um, eight thirty to tonight what are some you know initial thoughts you have going into this game uh between the Steelers and the Patriots now knowing who's finally under center for the Patriots and with some injuries that the Steelers are dealing with yeah I mean this is uh you know a lot of people already assume that because Tom Brady is back the Steelers are kind of doomed just because of how well he's played in his career against the Steelers he's you know just been dominant the Steelers have beaten him a couple of times all those times at Heinz Field they've never beaten Brady in Foxborough, and of course they're going to have to do that tonight if they want to walk out of uh, New England 1-0, but it's going to be a tough matchup. There's no question about it. And and the thing, of course, everybody's going to focus on is you know how the Steelers' defense is going to be able to do against Brady and company. And this is a very, very different defense than most Steelers fans are used to seeing. It's not, you know, it's not the guys like James Ferrier and Ike Taylor and, of course, Troy Palomalu and Larry Foote and Brett Kiesel. This is a whole new era of Steelers defense, and it's a new era with a new defensive coordinator in Keith Butler. So I think the key for Pittsburgh, if they're going to win tonight, they've got to find a way to pressure Tom Brady. They've got to find a way to jam Rob Gronkowski. I think you'll see a lot of Ryan Chazier uh, and company on him tonight. And they've got to find a way to make some big plays because uh, I think this could be one of those 30-27 to type of football games. I think if the Steelers are going to win, they're going to have to fulfill the prophecy of Ben Roethlisberger, who said early in the uh, training camp, that they're going to want to score 30 points a game. I think they're going to have to do that tonight if they're going to want to win because, of course, the defense is, uh, the defense is suspect at this point. Hey, Matt, it's Tubby. Uh, question for you about the Steelers' run game. How are they going to be able to, uh, to get that established, and do you think, how well do you think they'll fare against the Patriots' defense? Yeah, I think it's interesting because, of course, they're going to get a long look tonight at D'Angelo Williams, their big free agent pickup, and, and they knew – quite a while ago that Le'Veon Bell was going to be suspended for this game. They didn't know how many games per se. There was originally three. It got reduced to two, which I think is a fair amount based on what he did and, you know, the situation with him and LeGarrette Blunt back in the offseason. But, you know, there's there's him and there's also a guy they picked up just this last week from the Jaguars, Jordan Todman, who I think might have an impact in the run game tonight. I think if you're the Steelers, though, this is all about Ben Roethlisberger. This is all about that passing game because as we know, even with Martavis Bryant not suspended as well for the first four games, this is a passing game that's going to be one of the best in the NFL when they're at full strength. And, you know, with Antonio Brown, with Marcus Wheaton, with Heath Miller, Sammy Coates, a draft pick they got uh, this last offseason in the NFL draft, I think this is, you know, if they can get 100 yards rushing tonight, I think they've got a good shot because, to me, that will open up the passing game. The other thing, too, that 
they lose with Le'Veon Bell not playing is the fact that he's very good catching the ball out of the backfield. We saw numerous times last year where, you know, he would take a screen pass and end up 20, 30 yards of field. So uh, look for Jordan Todman to be that guy tonight, by the way. He may get a couple of, of opportunities on third downs and in the passing game to make plays where uh, D'Angelo Williams is going to be the guy that gets the ball between the tackles. But if they can get 100 yards rushing tonight, I think that will be a, a great sign for them offensively. On the other hand, I don't know if that's necessarily going to come easy because New England, if there's one thing they do pretty well, it's stop the run. And I, I think they're going to focus in on that and then try to get to Ben. One thing uh, you mentioned it earlier on in this interview is Brady is uh, 3-1 and one against uh, Mike Tomlin, Coach Steelers. Got 13 touchdowns, right. no picks, 124.1 passer rating. If you're a Steelers fan, how concerned should you be about you know this new defensive coordinator, new look defense you referenced earlier going up against Tom Brady in Week 1, a, a quarterback that's already normally taking care of business against the Steelers D? Oh, I mean, it's a major concern because Brady has been so good against Pittsburgh, and they're going up against the defense that just – you know, at least in the preseason, and I know the preseason is what it is, but this preseason, that defense has not looked very good. They got torched pretty good by E.J. Manuel in Buffalo. Uh, didn't look very good in their other preseason games. And, and I think it's a major concern because Brady is just, I, I think he's going to come out tonight very uh, focused, if you will, because of everything that happened in the offseason with the suspension and then the overturned ruling a week ago today. I, I think that he's going to come out fired up tonight. And I think that's not good for the Steelers because, you know, frankly, it, the Steelers right now defensively are in flux. New defensive coordinator, a lot of new players on the field. I mean, there's one player on the field that, that obviously I think is going to want to do whatever he can to make sure it gets done tonight, and that is James Harrison. I mean, he, you know, I, I've saw, you know, if you follow him on Instagram or on Facebook, you get an opportunity to see just how, you know, just how locked in he is to wanting to go out tonight and make a statement for this defense. And, you know, again, a lot of question marks. Jarvis Jones, is he going to step up? Is Shazier going to step up in his second year? Um, you know, there's a number of guys on this football team that, you know, are high draft picks defensively that, frankly, just haven't been there yet, haven't played up to their potential yet. Uh, but if I'm the Steelers, obviously the number one concern is Tom Brady tonight. And, you know, you got to make sure that you do whatever you can defensively to stop him and make sure that he doesn't go off or, you know, one of those Brady 400-yard, four-touchdown type of games. The last time the two teams played in Foxborough, a couple of years ago, uh, he, he just was up and down the field all night. I think they scored 56 points in that game, and that really was the low point of that 2013 season for the black and gold. And, again, hopefully tonight you can keep him at, at modest numbers because, as I said earlier, you, you're going to have to score, I think, 30 points to win this football game tonight. And if, yeah, if you could hold Brady to 21, 24, 27, if you score 30, you're going to win the football game. That's a pretty obvious statement. But that's what the Steelers are going to have to do tonight. All right, Matt, I think Tubby's got our last question for you with just a minute or two left here on the morning after. Tubby. Yeah, Matt, so like, part of the Steelers' struggles here as of late has been that offensive line. And with Ben yep. Roethlisberger getting up there, I'm not going to say that he's old, but his, tires got a, but his tires got a lot of mileage on him. Do you think they can keep his jersey clean tonight? And do you think that's going to well, be an issue? Yeah, I mean, Ben is at his best when he's pressured in the pocket and can run around and make plays. I, I mean, I know that, you know, obviously the loss of Marquise Pouncey uh, is a big one. Uh, Doug Ligurski, uh, you know, will get an opportunity, I think, a little bit. I, I think that offensive line, though, really last year when Pouncey was playing, played pretty well. I mean, Le- Le'Veon Bell obviously had a monster year. Ben had his best year of his career. Uh, you know, is he going to get sacked a couple times tonight? Probably. That's just Ben and that's just that offense. But on the other hand, uh, you know, there will be times tonight where that pocket's going to break down and he's going to run around and try to make things happen. And, uh, you know, listen, I, you know, the big thing about Ben Roethlisberger is always 
you know, what he does when he's out of the pocket, you know, what he can do avoiding tackles. And, you know, this, uh, this Patriots defense is a little different too tonight. They, you know, Vince Wolfolk got waived in the offseason. He's now with the Houston Texans. He's gone. And, you know, there's a little bit of a different look to them too. So, uh, I think both teams defensively are in flux, and that's why I keep saying I think this is going to be, you know, a 50, 60 point game uh, between the two teams because I think both teams, uh, you know, have a lot offensively firepower, but I think defensively both teams are a little bit, a uh, little bit behind, if you will. So, you know, as I said, is, you know, keeping Ben healthy is more of a key than Ben getting sacked a couple times. I, I don't ever get worried about Ben going down every once in a while. That doesn't bother me. What bothers me is when he's getting hit and hit and hit. Uh, there was a game back in the Super Bowl season of 08 against the Philadelphia Eagles in Week 3 when he got sacked eight times, and he looked like a boxer that had just went 12 rounds after that game. I remember it specifically. He just looked like a beat-up guy. And, and to me, as I said earlier, it just it's not about him getting you know sacked a couple times. It's about him getting hit. And I think they need to do whatever they can to keep his jersey clean, like you mentioned earlier, Tubby. I think it's a matter of making sure that when he gets outside the pocket, he doesn't get hit blindsided like he did against the Chiefs a couple years ago when he ended up cracking a rib. I think that's the big key for him. All righty, Matt, good stuff with us. Thanks for uh, calling in. And, of course, that game tonight, 8.30, um, with the Pittsburgh Steelers and the New England Patriots kicking off the 2015 NFL season. That's Matt Lodi on the line. Uh, the, the the Cleveland man that loves Pittsburgh and uh, he's he's got he's got a lot of he's got a lot of accolades on his resume, Matt. So thanks for calling in and uh, hopefully we'll talk to you later on in this season. You got it, guys. Anytime. Pleasure to be with you. Thank thanks, you, sir. Matt. So there was Matt Lodi on the line, of course, going a little bit over here on the morning after as we're 44 seconds into the next hour. We'd like to thank you all for tuning in for Tubby and Chewy um, taking care of business with me here on a Thursday. We'll be back tomorrow, Tubby, with Mike Fenner for the full hour. We'll break down Borough football as they're in action on Friday and recap tonight's Pittsburgh Steelers game. That's all for us. Thanks for tuning in. We'll talk to you tomorrow.